Yo, today's QOD is what's the best that could happen? Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got the late, the great Mr. Bob Proctor on the show today. And today he's going to talk about the one thing, the only thing that is stopping your dreams from coming true. He's going to talk about asking yourself better questions. He's going to talk about what it takes for you to live a successful life and how you need to make decisions. You have to take risks. You have to plant seeds and have the patience to watch them grow, to watch yourself grow. And to give us some more context, the first book he reads from is Think and Grow Rich. And then he's reading from the book, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. Bob Proctor, he's coming up. I was talking to a lady here today and she was telling me that she had made the decision she was afraid to jump. Well, the truth is then she hasn't made the decision, you see. Do you know that most people don't make a decision? Let me read you something. Those who reach decisions promptly and definitely know what they want and they generally get it. The leaders in every walk of life decide quickly and firmly. That's the major reason why they're leaders. The world is a habit of making room for the man or woman whose words and actions show they know where they're going. Indecision, think of this, indecision is a habit which usually begins in youth. The habit takes on permanency as youth goes through grade school, high school, and eventually through college, and they never get in making decisions. And he points out right at the beginning of this chapter, he wrote a whole chapter on decisions, that's how important it was. He pointed out that all the successful people, everyone that he studied, make decisions very fast and they change them very slow if and when they change them at all. The people that have trouble make decisions very slow and they change them very fast and often. Our thinking is controlled by our paradigm. It's controlled by what's gone on in the past. Listen, when a person comes to me, and I get on the phone with people sometime, and they're, should they come into this business? I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's, let's deal with this from a realistic point of view. I said, let's suppose you come in, and you lose your money, and it doesn't work. I said, do you think you'll end up living on the street? Well, no. I said, will you starve to death? Well, no. I said, then what the hell are you worried about? The worst thing that can happen isn't going to happen. What's the best that could happen? All your dreams can come true. Now, do you know the only thing that stops your dreams from coming true is you. You're the only thing. No one can do it for you. You got to do it yourself. You got to have guts. This is where you got to say, by God, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it now. And I'm not looking back. I have, a, I have a, little, a little book, it's a little paperback. It was published by Playboy years and years ago, The Young Millionaires. 
Some of them weren't that young, actually, but the young millionaires. And you had to have a million to get in the book. Colonel Saunders was in the book. I mean, there were some with lots of millions. I felt really good after reading that book. In the afterword of the book, they pointed out that every decision these people made, every big decision, everything they owned was riding on it. And it never entered their mind they were gambling. I felt so good. That's how I live. If I miss, I'll blow the whole thing up. It never enters my mind I'd miss. I mean, I've already done it in my head. It's only a matter of time until it manifests. Original substance moves according to its thoughts. Every form and process you see in nature is the visible expression of a thought in the original substance. As it thinks of a form, it takes that form. As it thinks of a motion, it takes that motion. That is the way all things were created. We live in a thought world, and the world is a part of a thought universe. This is pretty simple. This is not rocket science. This is just pure life. If, you know, if a person just stops and thinks, I didn't do very well in that. Come to think of it, I really didn't expect to do very well in that. I never earned much money at that, but I never really expected to earn money. See, the amount of money you earn is dictated by your paradigm. One of the first things I ask a person if I go to work with them, what's the most you've ever earned in a year? I'm not doing it to be nosy. I want to find out where the hell their head is. I want to know where their paradigm is. Because if I'm going to work with them, I want to know what I'm working with. And if, like Phil said, a couple of hundred. Well, I said, well, we just have to shift his brain a bit, you know? And I knew that if he was going to earn the millions, he was going to have to get into some stuff he hadn't been into. He was going to have to study some stuff he hadn't been studying. He was already in an industry where you can earn millions of dollars. I mean, that's a known fact. He just wasn't earning it. But he stood up here in front of you, that guy has earned millions of dollars. And that gold doll, they don't give those away by accident. Now think, really, you did get the gold doll back, didn't you, Phil? <laughs> Jeez, I wouldn't want to be responsible for you leaving that. I would leave town. All right. But here's the point. You can think. That is huge. Now, the fact that most people don't think is something else. But you can think. Take Rodney over there. He was told that he'd never get out of a wheelchair. I watched him walk in here. You ever see the guy that told you you'd never get out of the chair? You don't see him. I'd stay away from him, too. You know. <laughs> But he walked in here. Rodney and I were just talking. And I said, listen, your body is just an expression of what's going on in your subconscious mind. If you change what's going on in your subconscious mind, your body will change. I made a recording for Rodney. And it's on a little tiny ninny pad or whatever they call them. 
and asked him, how often are you listening? He said, every night. I said, start listening to it about three times a day, every night, every morning, and in the middle of the day. I said, even if your mind wanders, listen, because it's going right into your subconscious mind. I guarantee you, you keep coming, he'll keep coming, you keep coming, you watch him. He got rid of the chair, he's gonna get rid of the canes. I'll predict it just as sure as it's gonna get dark tonight. Why? Because it's getting dark by law. His body's gonna get better by law. It's, it's, it's a given. The fact that maybe it's never been done or, or, or you know, you don't know how it happens, doesn't make any difference if you can think. The original thought of a moving universe first extended throughout the formless substance. The thinking stuff resulting from that thought took the form of systems of planets and continues to maintain that form. Thinking substance takes the form of its thought and moves according to the thought, holding the idea of a circling system of suns and worlds. It took the form of these bodies and moved them accordingly. Now, you say, I don't really buy all this. Well, that's okay. Read it anyway. Just keep plowing it into your head. Although centuries may be required to do the work, by thinking the form of a slow-growing tree, the formless substance produces the tree. In creating the formless substance seems to move according to the lines and motions it, uh, it has established. The thought of an oak tree does not cause the instant formation of a full-growing tree, but it does start the motion, the forces which will produce the tree along established lines of growth. Every thought of form held in thinking substance causes the creation of that form, but always, or at least generally, along lines of growth and action already established. If the thought of a house of a certain construction were impressed upon formless substance, it might not cause the instant formation of that house, but it would cause the turning of creative energies already working in trade and commerce into such channels as the results in the speedy building of the house. I sat just outside my, my kitchen, and I have a, a, a big, big umbrella. You can sit under it, have people eating under it, and there's only one post, and it comes up, and it's huge. Most umbrellas have a hole through the table and just covers the table, and the people are not covered. This, it was a phenomenon, and it was made by the Swiss or something. But anyway, I'd sit under that, and I'd look at the back of the yard, and there was a little pool house where you would change, and the pump was in there, and the heater for the pool, and... I'd look at it and I thought, I could extend that. And I could make an office there. Sort of be away from everyone and everything. And I thought, I could put cameras in there. And I could do this. And so finally I asked this guy and he got somebody else. And this guy came to the house and he said, well, what did you want? I said, well, I want a studio where I just hit a button, cameras come out of the ceiling and I can broadcast all over the world. He said, okay. I thought, Jesus, he believes me. <laughs> you know? But you know something? That's what sits out there now. The thought kept forming. I attracted this person and that person. I can broadcast all over the world from my own backyard. I kept thinking about it. It's there. 
It's, it's the most phenomenal environment. It's quiet. There's a train not too far from our place. So I said, we can't have the train. So the, the studio room is a, what they call a floating cell. They build the building, and then they build a building inside the building. It's, it's the most phenomenal environment. And when I go in there, I thought, God, this is everything I imaged. It's all here. I can put four cameras in there all at once, and it all feeds into one computer. And somebody could come in from here in California and edit it all in that computer that's in the control room that's in the studio. I can sit there and make magic. But you know something? It all started in here. Well, that's what he's talking about here. On line 41, no thought of form can be impressed upon original substance without causing the creation of that form. A human being is a thinking center. See yourself as a thinking center. I remember one time Earl Nightingale said, if most people said what they were thinking, they would be speechless. And at first I laughed, and then I got thinking, damn, he's right. Watch people's movement. Watch what they're doing. Listen to their conversation. Yet, obvious they're not thinking. They would never say what they're saying. They spend almost all their time talking to you about the, what they don't want. I have people come up to me, can I share a problem I've got? And they start saying, I says, quit saying that. Quit saying that. You shouldn't talk about anything you don't want. You're impressing it upon your mind. You're causing it to happen. Get excited about the fact you are a thinking center. You're something unique in this whole planet that you're a part of, in the whole universe that you're a part of. You're a thinking center. There's power, there's spirit flowing to and through you. You can actually photograph the energy leaving the body. You can photograph the density and the color of the energy leaving the body. Yes, the images change in your mind, the density and the color of this energy changes. From the other side of the country, you can feel the other person's energy. I'll frequently talk to a couple of the people in our company, and when their energy's not right, I'll, I'll maybe text them or phone them, and I'll say, what's bothering you? And frequently they'll say, how'd you know? I said, you know I know. You don't have to be there. You feel it. You pick up their thinking energy. You're a thinking center. Do you know there's no other form of life on the planet that we know of that can think? Do you know that thought is the preamble to everything? U.S. Anderson, in a phenomenal book, Three Magic Words, he said, he put it, when we fully realize that thought causes all, we'll know there's never any limits that we ourselves do not impose. If you're not familiar with his theory material, get familiar with it. He wrote The Magic in Your Mind, Secret of Secrets, Success Cybernetics, Three Magic Words, Stan Anderson, phenomenal writer. That was Bob Proctor. His website is proctorgallagherinstitute.com. You can watch this entire talk on YouTube. You can actually watch the entire seminar on YouTube. It is over five hours. It is called Bob Proctor, The Science of Getting Rich 
seminar. All right, my friend. Hope you enjoyed Mr. Bob Proctor today. I'm going to see you tomorrow with Mr. Les Brown on our Throwback Thursday episode. I will see you then. I'm out. Peace. Peace.